This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dr. Trudy Fleer here. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now, what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. Switch to Xfinity for a strong, reliable connection. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Hopefully we'll see an improvement tomorrow, starting the day off partly cloudy, changing to sunny intervals by late morning. This is for the fans. The Vibe. Hello. Hey, it's been a while, hasn't it? We were nearly down, and then we stayed up. A new season has started with no fans, no wins, no goals, and practically no head coach as well. So good job we're here. We're three matches into the new season, and this is the first episode of the Reds Report for the 2020-2021 season. So you're listening to The Viper. My name is Carl and the Watering, and in the studio, the first guest of the new season. Have you brought your boots with you? Uh, well, I'm going to get a game. Fantastic. <laughs> um, Steve Andrews is our special guest today. Um, just to explain, Chris Richard obviously still part of the Reds Report, uh, but he is working, and uh, there's only two people allowed because of some sort of virus that's going around. I, mean, I don't know what that's all about. No, I, I, I've not really heard anything about it. So, um, yeah, we've got um, about 56 minutes to talk about the Reds and to be perfectly fair Steve there's quite a lot to talk about I I don't want to concentrate too much on what has been as in the Great Escape because that was absolutely fantastic Um, I'll give you three topics which we'll do you on first no wins no goals (laughs) no fans or probably no head coach what should we talk about first oh shall we talk about no goals first yeah what is what's changed so we came back after lockdown yep um, some really good results, some good performances, but not necessarily the win. I'm thinking about Leeds, you know, we played absolutely fantastic. But And everybody was thinking, if we could hold the wood draw and keep hold them all, oh, we'll be all right. I mean, I've put money on us to go up, Steve. Have you? Yeah. Oh, dear. I think you told me to. <laughs> no, it weren't me. No, no, definitely not me. Yeah, um, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it, with, uh, with goals. It's it definitely dried up, especially for Woodrow. Uh, is that because he's playing out of position? 
We don't know. Um, does he not get on with Struber? That's why he's playing in, in that position. We don't know. Um, a lot of people uh, on Twitter, on social media, you know, say about Chaplin, yeah, he runs about, he's here, there, he's everywhere, but what is he creating? And he's another one that's not scoring. I mean, last goal at Brentford, Clark Adore. Yeah, yeah. I suppose... Jacob Brown's gone. Uh, Jacob went to Stoke. The the club said they didn't want to ruin the relationship and he was really, you know, his intent was to leave. Offered him, when I say big money, he was going to be the best paid player at at Barnsley FC, but he turned that down and went to Stoke. So he's the only sort of major player that we've we've not got compared to, to, to last season. Is it so? Is this about formation? I mean, you know me. It, it, it worries me that somebody like Alex Morwood, who's got a shot on him, is playing in front of the back four. It worries me that Coley Woodrow is chasing players down and forcing mistakes, but then can't do anything because there's, there's nobody in, in, in that yeah, box. Yeah, it's. I don't know. We're all we're all football managers, aren't we? We all get football manager on his computer and on his phones, and we all think we know what we're talking about. I won Premier League once. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wait, anybody we know? Well, Ashley Ward was striker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but no, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinions. But you know, when the same same issues are coming up week in week out, there's got to be something fundamentally wrong. Um, is it is it formation? Possibly so. Does it not suit some players? Is he trying to make certain players fit into his ideal formation, which some some managers do, but they normally buy players that fit the positions they want, which is something we're not doing. Um, yeah, Moit, fantastic last season into lockdown, came out of lockdown. Yeah, not too bad, but again, he's not. He doesn't seem to be bringing a lot to teams going forward because of the position he's playing. His number of shots on target, I'll bet, is very low at the minute. Uh, again, is that because he's not getting into them positions? Does he feel he's got to create chances for other people, which is then taking chances away from him? We were worried after after end of last season that we were going to lo- lose the likes of Woodrow, yeah. the likes of Moet. But at minute, I, I bet if you talk to a lot of people, if they went, is it a big deal? Because it's it, it's the whole package into it that is just not working. It's it is weird, isn't it? If you take the Chelsea match for example, um, for the first time in years, a Chelsea goalkeeper had to make nine saves. So we're a bit. As we said it earlier before tonight. It's a little bit like we're that toothless tiger, that toothless yeah. shark. We threaten, but actually end product. You, you talked about Alex Mowat. Um, I, I in the betting market, and I know there's not much to go by, but I always backed Alex Mowat to have a shot at goal. And the first three matches after lockdown, at four to one, I got my money every time. Oh, I know Those you told me that. You managed to point <laughs> that out to me many, many times. <laughs> the last five matches, I didn't because he he didn't have a shot on goal. I mean that that sort of tells a story in its own that that's obviously no longer, you know, his, his area of the pitch. Is this, do you think part of this is the whole unrest around, um, you know, maybe the board not wanting to spend money on a target man? Um, the fact that we all know, and it's very public, that somebody has come in for a head coach and he might be leaving, that some players 
seem to be getting a place in the team whereas for a lot of the fans and listen football like you say we're all managers we're all fans but I, I firmly believe that we all are we're entitled to our own opinion yeah, of course we are. Um, without singling people out there have been certain players oh let me single them out let me single them out <laughs> go on I'll be awkward on it you'll shout at me <laughs> there are certain players that have been playing that people think what what have they actually brought um, but then you've also got players like Odor that don't seem to be able don't to get again get in the match. Is that because the head coach is so fixated on his team, his players that he wants to achieve this with that it's almost like tunnel vision and he's not looking elsewhere? Well, because I, it must be frustrating being a Clark O'Dor that's got the gift and has shown when he has played that he's very strong and very good, but he don't seem to get a game because there are other players, for instance, Marcel Ritzmeyer, and we think you forget he plays at times because he's almost like invisible. Yeah, I've got I've got to say I'm not a big fan I'm not a big fan of Ritzmeyer. Um I'm sure he's a he's, he's a good footballer. Um just not for us. Uh, a lot of people when you listen to him talk say he should be playing more centre at field. Again he doesn't play him at centre at field very often, he's usually out wide on left. And again you're looking at what does he bring to the team. I mean my my outstanding Memory, I suppose, if you want to call it a Rich Meyer, is free kick after free kick that were just over it or under it or just going nowhere in one of the games. And I look at that game and moving forward, what has he done since? For me, nothing. Chelsea game, I thought we played some really good football yeah. at times. Yeah. Silly mistakes led to led to a couple of goals. All right, young kids again, if you want to use that excuse. However, if you're creating chances. We should be putting at least one of them to see if he's made six saves. Surely one of them chances should have gone in back at net. Mm. That then comes down to: is it confidence? Is it training? Are they not doing right things in training? But then that has an influence. Then, well, is your backroom staff not good enough? Not just your head coach. Is your backroom staff not good enough? There seems to be, I don't know what it is that's running through the whole of the club, and it must be affecting the players. That is some form of negativity. Yeah, um, plenty more to talk about. So we'll play some music, and um, after the music, uh, we'll probably start talking about Herr Struber, Barnsley, or the Big Apple. Truth in your lies When 
I was going to check Twitter, Steve, but there's no reception in the studio. Obviously, football is all about opinions, and if we say something that you agree with or don't agree with, just go on Twitter because we can have like healthy debates about this. I mean, there will be people there that have bought Rich Meyer's shirt. You know yeah, what I mean? True enough. Yeah, There'll true be people enough. that buy Chaplin's shirt, Woodrow, and I suppose everybody's got their own opinion, and that's why it's nice that we can't be in the stadium together, we can't be in the fan zone, but, you know, we've got this. So don't take what we say as red, because that's that's how sort of, like, we feel, isn't it? But get on Twitter, at RedsReport underscore, um, and when I get home and I've had my tea, I'll, uh, I'll probably respond. <laughs> and I'll not get, it's over my jumper, like my dinner, oh, It's Steve. shocking, that, mate. I know. What well, have you had for your dinner there? Because there's, well, there's it, all sorts of... It was a sandwich and there was cream cheese on, and then oh, when I bit into it... I hope it is cream cheese. Anyway, uh, on the subject... <laughs> <laughs> um... Even last year, uh, sorry, last season, uh, Gerard Struber had his, his critics, people yep. not agreeing with selections, formations, people playing out of position. And then came that 
When I say pivotal match, it was a pivotal match because, you know, we got the result that we needed. However, we were still dependent on the Wigan appeal being sort yeah. of turned down or upheld. Yeah. Um, and, and he did that interview with Brentford and he had the tears in his eyes. Oh, and, and, everybody and, cried. Everybody yeah. cried. And, and suddenly he got a whole huge fan base in because it was about this is his you know his team and he yeah. he talks about his boys and especially with the accent he's got about the focus as he always yeah. says it you could see it really 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 mattered to him and i think to a lot of fans that was really really positive to hear like we got, you know he's had half a season just imagine what he can do in a full season yeah. and do we still feel the same about him having seen and i know it's only three matches in the season but there's already some Things coming back yeah. that you say, well, this is happening, that's happening. I think you're right. Can I just say, I think you are right by saying, putting that disclaimer on that it is our opinion because, you <laughs> yeah. know... And it, it is cream it cheese. Is, <laughs> it is cream cheese, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, then last few games, uh, Struber's definitely went up, in a lot of people's opinions, because of his passion, because of what he showed for club. And I think 90% of fans would have said, right, next season... Ideally, he'll be able to get some more of his own players in, better players. Um, I'm not a big fan of the the system he plays, I've got to be honest, but if it gets results, if it scores goals, this high press, but it's not doing, um, you know, fantastic. Mm. But it's like, I don't know, it's like you're going, your girlfriend going out for a night out and sleeping with another bloke, isn't it? Yeah. Now that he's gone to America, if he's gone, or somebody's shown an interest and he's had his head turned, do you want him back? And he's not left yet, and that's the, you know, I'm not putting all these clothes in a black sack yet, no. but they might be in shed. Well, I, su- I suppose, fr- from our point of view, uh, looking at social media today, the, the club posted a picture, was it grafting or whatever? Yeah, so on training, yeah. And I would have thought, amongst all this unrest, He'd if he would there. have been there, yeah. he would. they would have had a picture with him yeah. taking training, just to put minds at ease. Yeah. The news from Sky Sports Austria is that it, it's been agreed, other sources say he flew on on Sunday. Um, the fact, I suppose, that it's it's Red Bull Salzburg, as a Red Bull New York that wants him. He's been part of that franchise before, and yeah. he, he probably knows a he'll be well looked after, and b he'll probably have a you know a, an amount to spend to make it into his team and his philosophy and everything else. Do you think? And this is, I know we're just guessing, but do, do you think he he feels maybe a little bit? Uh, frustrated with the fact that the board, you know, I know they're after players. We've had Jacob Brown go. They've always said they'll reinvest into the squad. You know, we're still waiting on on players to sign. We're very the Diaby situation. You know, if that's going to carry oh, on, that's, do, do that we need is cover? just a joke. That's got to be a joke. That surely somebody's having a laugh. Somebody at FA has got to be having a laugh with Diaby. And and but what we're hearing from the club is quite vague, isn't it? Like we're dealing with it. So that, that's great, isn't it? But we're, we're always dealing with things. We're always looking at players. We've always got an announcement that we're going to make. And all them little announcements we had last time, you know, it were, when Freezer came in and all that, were all very funny and all, you know, spot on. But he's got to be frustrated. He's got to be. He's had his head turned, definitely. Mm. Um, because he's, he's probably thinking, you know, you're not backing me. Where is all this money going? Because there has been some, you know, there has been some money coming to the club through transfers, etc. Seven thousand season ticket holders, and we're not seeing a game. Where's that money? You know, we know we've got to keep club going. We know there's there's people at working at the club that need to keep the jobs. Yeah, not got a problem with that at all. But the board is, you know, they're not very good at communicating. 
Conway keeps doing his little chats and this, that and other, but again, what does he actually really tell well, you? There's, there's been voices saying when the when Barnsley Football Club almost threatened to sue the EFL after the whole Wigan debacle, um, Conway came out and was very open, and on every single station, radio, local media, Conway was there with the interview that he did yeah. and everything. Yeah. When things are not going so well, we, we don't seem to, you know, that... that loud voice from the boardroom doesn't seem to be there and and I think as as a fan do you do you feel do you know what's happened do you feel a little bit let down that you're actually you know all these things are happening and, and we don't know anything no you, you do you do feel let down don't you you look at other clubs in area the signing players there's things going off there's communication coming out I mean Barnes has always been the same when it comes to signing players you get odd rumour now and again but we've always kept everything close to his chest but we've always known, in a way, I think that something is coming, or you know, there is a there is a player there. I think at the minute now with this board, they're talking about a striker, they're talking about this, they're talking about that young lad from Germany. I think he is that young midfielder yes. who now Brentford are suddenly in yeah. for defensive midfielder, isn't he? That's the only that's the only thing that's come out. Um, but there's nothing that you can think. You need something to as a football fan. You need something to look forward to. I want to see that ten million pound signing that's going to score twenty five goals a season. And Messi all that. is staying at Barcelona. By is the way, he? Oh, <laughs> I had him down Mexico a couple of weeks anyway. No. But it, it's that it's that enthusiasm, that excitement that keeps football fans coming and, and and being involved, and they want to be involved with club. And I just think at minute the board that we've got don't understand that. That is one of the uh, the other thing that that was. Um, Especially on social media again, the uh, because there is a, a disagreement between the, the well, the majority shareholders and the crime family. Yep. Half of the land of the stadium belongs to Barnsley Council, and then there's a third party interested. And uh, it was then mentioned that they were provisionally yep. contacting other places where they could perhaps play. I'm glad you kept your teeth in when you said. I know. That. I just, provisionally is the worst. <laughs> I can't even spell it. Never mind. Pronounce it. Um, but that's worrying, because as a Barnsley fan, you don't want to have to go to Doncaster or to Rotherham or, well, it won't be Hillsborough, will it? But you don't want that, do you? No, you don't. And is it just a bit of sabre-rattling, you know, they're trying to get price up, price down? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. There's too many rumours about that flying about. Um, it's, it's another one of these situations, will we ever know? what the real story behind it is. No, I don't think we ever will. It's like, who shot Kennedy and all this sort of rubbish? You know, who wants club? Where's this land going to go? We're never going to know. What Barnsley fans need to know, though, is that it's going to be our stadium for X amount of years going forward. No, we don't want to move. We don't want to go to another stadium. They can't build another stadium because where they're going to build it. Um, Is it worrying as well that the club have started um, referring to Oakwell as Grove Street? You know, it's all about Grove Street. The, the programme, I think, is called Grove Street. And it's it's almost like they're taking the identity that, you know, we we buy the shirt, don't we, for that badge because yeah. it's Barnsley FC. And Barnsley FC is Oakwell. And if you ask any championship fan, whichever club, where does Barnsley play, they play at Oakwell. Oh, well. Nobody says on Grove Street. Every stadium's got its name. Is, is, is it worrying that Ben Mansford came in? But Ben Mansford came in years and years ago. The first thing he wanted to do was change the badge. And they started calling him, excuse me for swearing, but it's after five, bullshit Ben. Yeah. Because he had all these plans, but he soon realised there were certain things you did, certain things you didn't. Is it almost like the focus of the board is, because if they're taking each other to court, is all around the ownership of the land and the price they ought to pay and everything else, rather than what's happening on the pitch? It's all about money. 
I think at, at the minute the board we've got is probably the first time in a lot of years that we've had a board that is so, solely businessman or orientated in the fact that they're not really connected like Patrick Crime was to the club they're not invested in the club in that way they're more interested about the balance sheets and the money the Grove Street thing what can you say I'm not being funny if they suddenly pumped £10 million into club and they bought the boat messy or whatever you know who cares what it's called yeah, exactly. you know what yeah, I mean yeah. it's one of them we do want to keep his identity uh, and we do want to well that's you know that's beside the point but football's very fickle at times and if they want to throw a few million into pot even you want to call it Grove Street do you just say well yeah go on then and I suppose the owners won't be too worried because if the mentioned two million pound buyout clause or two million euros buyout clause for Herr Struber. If that's met by New York, it's two million quid in the bank, isn't it? To them, never they, do they look at it as well? That's a head coach that's got a team in, in progress or in you know development. To them, it's somebody that will it's probably two million, just be replaced. It's, it's two million pounds, isn't it? Let's face it, it's two million pounds on profit sheet yeah. for, end of, for end of year. Um, there have been some uh, names mentioned, we'll discuss those and uh, much, much more right after this.
This is for the fans. The vibe. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. Tired of living like a blind man. I'm sick of sight without a sense of feeling. And this is how you remind me. This is how you remind me of what I really am. This is how you remind me.
just gone 1733. Nickelback, how you remind me. And before that, you too with Sunday Bloody Sunday. See, it's not swearing, but it's <laughs> a song title, is it? And uh, we talked about Struber. Uh, we know there's been an approach by Red Bull Salzburg. A couple of names have been mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the first one is it Hannes Wolf. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a nosy today at work. A bit of a quiet day at work. Um, <laughs> not at all. I hope nobody's listening from work. I hope you're not a surgeon or something. Yeah. Uh, Hannes Wolf. Yeah. Um, I mean, my first question will be where have they got him from yeah. do you know what I mean why, where, why has he suddenly come up on the radar that, because that, it's as though he's in place ready for Struber to go so is it somebody they've been at, had eyes on beforehand it says it's he's his, the first choice 39 year old I mean I've, I have here a piece of paper that has little stats on it which is very I, interesting I, I, I think they've said before didn't they when Stendhal went, or actually when they looked for Stendhal or when Stendhal left, they said we are looking for a particular head coach or manager that plays this type of football so their philosophy has to fit with ours. Yeah, uh, Klopp had a job, Guardiola had a job so at that time Stendhal was their choice. <laughs> yeah. That didn't work out great. So then after Stendhal it must have been Struber and now after Struber this, this hand as well. So what, what's, what's he done? Has he done anything notable, you know, kept Kept teams up. Well, or? first of all, obviously, I've never heard of it. No. Obviously, um, but you look at where he's been. I mean, he started uh, D- uh, Dortmund youth teams, um, and I suppose last few years, Dortmund under 19s uh, played 39 games, won 30, drawn three, lost six. Uh, Stuttgart, 52 games, won 25, drawn eight, lost 19. Then he went to Hamburg. 28 games, won 14, drawn 4, lost 9, and then finished at Genk uh, up to end of last season. 22 games, won 8, drawn 4, lost 10. So he's always won or drawn more games than yeah. he's actually lost. So there's always been points. So cause, yeah. Is that good? I mean, it says on this bit of paper, which is a good bit of paper, uh, preferred formation 4 2 3 1, which that's not what we play now. No, because ours is, if, if we're in possession, it's three at the back. If we're out of possession, it's five at the back kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? So that, that to me, is more of a... I'm sure somebody will correct me, but I'm sure that's more of a man, what Man City were playing last year. Yeah. 4-2-3-1, and quite a few teams were playing that sort, of, that sort of formation, which, again, would give you that little bit more width, whereas, the, obviously, the formation we play at the minute is not very wide. I remember an interview, um, you're talking probably four, three and a half, four years ago, myself and Chris Mason in the studios at We Are Barnsley, uh, not a million miles from here, and we had a two-hour special with Patrick Crine, and Patrick Crine said to us, my vision for this this club is to have a team that plays that traditional football, four four two with two fast wingers yeah. down either side. We've moved away from that now, haven't we? I think every, in, every team in country has moved away from that now, and they're all trying to implement the, in a way, some form of continental style of play. Um, it's like this, I don't know, this tippy tappy stuff with keeper and your centre halves and what have you. And yeah, it looks fantastic when Man City do it, but when we do it, I'm not being funny. I could, you know, me, my bum's going nip 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 nip. nip <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> We're not good enough to be playing that sort of football. I think if. If that created chances, so, you know, the opposition presses us and, and we play over the top, and, but we don't. No, it, I think it creates happens, chances for them because yeah. we, we, can't, we can't play. We're not good enough to play quickly enough and have the control to lay it off to the next, to the next player and have that space because it's, it's just not there. And I need to say that that's nothing against Walton because I think what I've oh, seen no, of Walton, no, no, no. he's come on. And, and 
he's been he's been biding his time, hasn't he? Yes. You know, if you look at um, was it the summer transfer when Stendhal was in when he brought um, well he's gone now hasn't he? he brought that keeper in um, we had Collins as well yeah so he was always like a third choice almost he got his chance he's taken it oh definitely and he reminds me at times a bit like Luke Steele like he was I mean really there's there's no areas yet that you can say that's his weak spot I remember years ago Dave Watson like fantastic shot stopper yeah but when he had to come for a cross. You sort of bit your nails while, yeah. while you could. Um, so that's nothing against Walton, but we play it and we're inviting pressure. It, that's, that, is that because they want to play that way? Well, is that immaturity, inexperience? It's bits for all sorts, isn't it? But let's face it, book stops at manager. Manager's telling them to play that's, that way and to do that. That's what he wants. And again, I come back to a manager who wants to play this style of football normally will bring players in to fit the roles he wants. At the minute, he's trying to make the players we've got play the roles that he wants them to play. And unfortunately for some of them players, they either find it really, really difficult and they can't do it, or they're actually they're just not good enough to do it. Yeah. So what is the solution then? The club's got many problems at the moment. Besides the boardroom, there's the no wins, the no goals, maybe no manager. What needs to be done first? Because we've only if got a If I spot. knew the answer to that, <laughs> do you really think I'd be sat here? <laughs> right, other way of, of, of asking the same question. Surely the search for a target person in our team is far more important than any boardroom couple or whatever, because otherwise we'll be thinking we'll have a boardroom couple in League One or Two or whatever it goes. Yeah, it's 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 got to come to you back to that understanding of British football, and does the board understand British football? Probably not, because they are purely businessmen. However, even you know a blind man can see since Kiefer Moore's gone. Corley Woodrow has not had any support whether he's played in that sort of that supportive attacking role which I don't I don't personally like because I don't think it suits him but even when you play him up front who are you going to play him up front with yeah. Chaplin I'm, I'm sorry I can't I can't talk about Chaplin because for me yeah he runs about and he puts 110% in but what does he actually bring mm. uh, yeah he was a good first division striker and he scored some goals no nothing for me at all in any way shape or form and if anybody wants to discuss that with me on Twitter you're more than welcome it's, uh, it's too much Twitter <laughs> <on>. <laughs> no uh, no we'll not get that one out yeah just, just not for me no I mean, and that's right is it different player, people have different just yeah. not for me yeah. but who else do you play up front Schmidt we will draw Schmidt has he had his chances no he's not but has he shown anything that makes you think, yeah, I want to play him for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. It seems to be getting better, and he seems to be getting it. But again, it's taken him a long time to sort of acclimatise to British football. Out of Bayejo? Again, as he had his, as he had a chance. But the thing with, with, with Adi Bayejo, um, you, you surely have, have by now, watching him come up, know whether he's going to have what it takes. And he's one of them, it's, it's like a lot of players... If they ain't going to have what it takes, no matter how much you train them, how much you put into them, they're never going to be at that level that you want. Well, the other one, and I have to apologise, I mean, it's the first show back, I completely forgot his name, Striker, we loaned him out, was it Scunthorpe last season? Miller. Miller. Well, he's not even played, he were at Bradford, weren't he? Yeah, Bradford. And then we, bought, we, yeah. we got him. From Middlesbrough, then, wasn't it? From yeah, Middlesbrough, and, you know, out, and then we brought him and then we lent him out. It's and like having a dodgy second-hand car, isn't it, that you don't actually want to drive? Yeah, so... 
we need we, you know we need players as backup. We know that. But what about the uh, that's up front? Have we got a problem at the back? Not so much as because we seem to be solid, but manpower. So we don't know what's happening with um, well, Diaby's a farce, Bambo, a- absolute farce. Um, if I were if I worked for Barnsley Football Club, I'd be banging on FA's door every door every day. Um, it's, it's it's crazy. And what what is it doing mentally? To Diaby, is he happy to sit at home on whatever money he's on a week, or does he want? He's a young lad; he wants to be playing. Yeah. Uh, Anderson is getting better. I've got to say, William Jordan Williams definitely, me. definitely me. seems to be playing better, which you know, fantastic. Don't understand why Clark Adore can't get a game. Really, just don't understand that. Uh, very happy that Ludwig signed again. Uh, I'd love for him to stop because I really do rate him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we are. But you're short then, aren't you? Because you've got Halme that could potentially drop in there. See, I, 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 prefer, I must admit, I do prefer Halme playing in that sort of bottom at diamond role. But yeah. I, having said that, Sibic, yeah. we banged him out on loan again. The few games he did play in that holding role in midfield, he actually played really well, but again, shipped out. That, and that in itself is a. Uh, Maybe not for this show, but for another show. He's he's been loaned out. Sorry, he's yeah, he's been yeah. loaned out to a team with the same owners in Belgium. Yeah, that McGee and Basalta. It's Belgium second division. I yeah. mean, I don't know how much money they've got or haven't got. I've been keeping an eye on the results, and I know McGee and scored his first goal sort of the other day. But they've been losing and yeah. they've, they've drawn a couple. I mean, that in itself, you know, because it, it seems, it, well, as a, as a fan, I suppose, it feels that they don't really want to buy anybody that we really, really, really need. And then players are going from one club owned by these people to another club owned by these people. And yeah. then, I don't know if that's... Is that not insider trading, then? Is that well, another thing? You know I, what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't get me wrong. The CEO there is, 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 is Gauthier, Gnai, who was, yeah. was, was our CEO. So I get it's, it. And as a loan, I can completely understand it. But somebody like a McGeehan, who was a good... Um, league one, player. Yeah, yeah, a good League One midfielder. I mean, he had a bit of a nightmare in the, was it the playoff when it was his penalty that oh, caused yeah, Portsmouth, Portsmouth yeah. to, you know, to stay in League One. But you know, at the top end of that league, and he's now playing second division or whatever in Belgium. You know, but obviously that's for the owners to discuss, and, and maybe it was really uh, valuable for Barnsley. Maybe we've got more than the asking price or however it works. Thing is, but though, we don't. Know, there we, doesn't seem to be much reinvestment. You don't know there. what their wage structure is over there. Well, they yeah. might. He might be getting paid the same, if not more. Then what we're getting paid? Who knows? Like yeah. you say, you don't know because it's all under the same umbrella of the same company, and it does make it. It does make you ask questions. I mean, you can ask questions, Mike Bearer. I was just going to ask you about Mike uh, Bearer. You see, I could. I could sense it. We cut his cheese. We cut his cheese. We're looking at me, but I'm, I'm dream not, cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring it. <laughs> Better played last night. Yeah. Apparently had a decent game. Scored, scored a goal, a goal. Mm. but he can't get in our team. Yet Ritzmeyer can. Again, it's, it's it's another one of them players for certain positions. He obviously just does not like Mike Bearer because he, he came in on loan. We bought him. He was captain for a while, and as a player, I mean, there's times he, he, you know he looks so relaxed on the ball. He can hit a pass. You know, again, play him in right position. Struber obviously just don't fancy him. No, but they haven't sold him, well, which is again is a bit exactly. There were rumours he was training with another club, but obviously that's not. Um, right, we're going to have a short break. Uh, we'll play some music, and I want you to start thinking about Middlesbrough uh, because we're coming towards the the last fifty minutes of the show. We're going to talk Middlesbrough, and I, I want you to talk me through your ideal lineup for that match okay. at the Riverside. Chaplin's not playing. Everybody wins. Come on! One time! 
It's nine minutes to six. You're listening to the vibe, uh, the jam. I mean, you know, the football club find themselves in a bit of a jam, so we thought we'd play it. Town called Mellis. I mean, Barnsley is town offering anything but being a Mellis at the moment. Um, coming up on Saturday, uh, interesting that Saturday is the, the last match before a two week international break in which uh, Schmidt and Halme have been called up for Austria and Finland on the 21s, respectively. Do you think that if Struve was going to go, that might probably be the most, well, most, that would be the ideal moment? Or do you reckon on Saturday, actually, he won't be there anyway? Um, I personally think if he's going to go, go. Yeah. Don't hang about. Don't just be there for one game. Just go. If you're going to go, that's it. Done and dusted. Uh, yeah, two weeks, like you say. I always like him to get somebody in early. You know, so team it's an ideal time for team to get used to a new manager, I suppose. Yeah, yeah true. Um, so I've, I've I've just had news in my ear oh, straight I, straight from the producer that did, 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 Barnsley did, did, FC have appointed Steve Andrews <laughs> as the new head coach of Barnsley FC, and he's going to give us um, his team. For the upcoming match at the Rivers- Riverside, 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 oh, we used it. to say there in the cargo <laughs> yeah, Sheffield, didn't we? Um, in goal, let's start there because this, you know. Do you know what? I'm quite happy with both Walton and Collins from what I've seen. Yeah. But at the minute, you know, lads are doing well. Walton's in goal for me. Yeah, and I think what I like about Jack Walton, although he's a, you know, he's, he's a young lad, he commands that area, doesn't he? Yeah. He is constantly shouting and bowling, and that's and that's what I think what the defence needs at well the yeah. time. So, um, what formation are you playing? Do you know what? I'm going to be really, really boring because I think we need to go back to basics at minute, especially okay. Struber goes. Um, and I would just stick with a four-four-two okay. while we get, you know, we sort of get back to to fund, fundamentals. Fundamentals. So four-four-two. Like <laughs> yeah, just unlock your phone. Right. So two central defenders. Who have we gone for? Alec and Solbauer. Helic and Solbauer. Solbauer's been really, I think, really steady. Yeah. Mistaking him now and again. Uh, Helic, from what I've seen, which is obviously very little. Um, he looks as though he's got something about him. So yeah. I, want, I want to see more. I want to see more of Helic. I think he was unlucky, wasn't he, in his first match to get the um, yeah. to get the red card. But there was a one match ban. He is, he, you know, he is back. He played against Chelsea, partnered by I think somebody that will probably, besides Walton, maybe be the first name on the team sheet in Solbauer because he's done well. Yeah, he, you know. Okay, yeah. so um, who we're playing on the right? Uh, Ludwig. Yeah, uh, I, I just like everything about him. He's coming. Work rate. He can go forward. He can tackle. He can put a ball in. He's solid both ways, isn't he? Solid yeah. at the back, up front. I mean, I can't remember when it was. He once put that ball in cross field. Was it to Chaplin that scored? Or would I can't remember. But he's got a pass in him. Yeah. He best plays right on the left. For me, I want to see a door. Yeah. I want to see. You want to be a door. I don't want to be a door. <laughs> um, you know, maybe a few questions defensive wise. But going forward and skill-wise, you know, you can't. Our style of play, though, is to press players, isn't it? And I think yeah. with his pace, then going forward. I mean, Jordan Williams has done really, really, really well. Yeah. But, yeah, OK, so I do. So um, you're talking about forward and a bit. So you're two central midfielders? Two central midfielders for me, um, Moyton Styles. Yeah, uh, I mean... I'd, I'd still stick with Moyt because I still think he's got quite a lot to offer. And how can you deny Styles at the minute? He, he he's looking by far one of his better players, yeah. uh, which is quite worrying, really, because you know, come January time, if we're not sorted out, that lad's going to be through door. Yeah. So I, I mean, and Styles is sort of like the, I suppose, the rising star who everybody talked about because his performances, especially towards the end of the post-lockdown yeah. period, really, really good. Yeah. Um, so who have you got wide on the right? Um, well, actually, you, you can go either way. Um, Luke Thomas, I think, needs to needs to get into the side yeah. again. 
he's not bad in that supporting attacking role but I don't want to play that I wouldn't play that formation so no. I'd, like, I'd like to have Luke Thomas and Dominic Freezer. I think I need to see I need to see more of him he's had a couple of chances over the last couple of games which let's be honest he's fluffed yep. he has he's, uh, he's, not, he's not warmed your cockles yet he's not warmed my cockles aren't warm yet no. they're very okay. tepid yeah. just tepid at minute <laughs> he uh, is a freezer <laughs> there you go uh, so yeah I'd like to see I'd like to see more of him uh, so interesting then uh, the, the, for, uh, up front of the two Woodrow straight up front. Yeah. Definitely. You have to do, you know, like. Um, and I've got, like we've just been discussing off air, uh, who do I have with Woodrow? I know I'm not having, <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> end of that one. One of two players, do I want to see Schmidt? Yeah, I want to see more, more of Schmidt, definitely. But I want to see more of Simos. Yeah. I, I really do. I think he's an exciting young lad, and I think given a run, He's got a trick in him, he's got some skill in him, he's got some pace in him, and he's got a bit of blonde hair, which looks really tasty. It does. I, and <laughs> the thing is, in that lockdown period when they got the chance, I mean, Simois took his chance, you know, he scored the goal, didn't yeah. he? And I, I've said before, if, if their development continues, to me, Odor and Simois is where your money is, yeah. you know, in two, three years' time. It's the same as Jeremal Palmer's yes. looking good. Yeah. Matty Wolf, yeah. towards end of season, Aiden Marsh. came in and did a couple of uh, cracking it. Yeah. But again, he's, he's sort of eased out again. Yeah. Feel like you're Ritz Myers and your Chaplins. And I'm not being funny. Future at club is not with Ritz Myers and it's not with Chaplin. No, it's not. Um, and I daren't ask, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask. What do you? I'll go first because I don't want to put you on the spot. My prediction. Would be, I think we've scored our first goal on Saturday, but I don't think it'll be enough. And I, we're lucky to get away with points, but I think Neil Warnock does what he does best. And I think they, they, we're going to go to the, the Riverside and come back with nothing. Well, he's back, he's back in dugout, isn't he? He's back after his COVID scare and what have you. Love him or hate him. When it comes to motivation, man management, fantastic. Um, no, I don't think we'll come away with anything from Middlesbrough. And goal-wise... You're back to who he plays and the formation he plays, and if he continues doing what he's doing, I can't even see a scoring. No. Steve, thanks very much. We're going to close with some music Pleasure. and get ready for the news at six o'clock. Hope to see you. Well, I'll see you anyway, but hope to have you in the studio again soon. Yep. Um, Wednesday is not a solid day yet for us. This was just a pile up. Thank you very much for listening. Um, interact with us on Twitter. Let's keep it nice and let's be friends. And uh, if you're a Barnsley fan, never rains, always pause. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.